0: Welcome to Career Tools. This week, how to attend happy hour. Here we go. I can't believe we're going to talk about happy hour. Do we get to talk about alcohol? Yeah, you Types do. of alcohol? You do. Really good alcohol? Yeah, what would you like? It's five o'clock somewhere. It is. I, right? And, and whenever yet, it's
1: half off, you drink. That's the rule. Is that the rule? Half That's off. That's it. That, now we can okay. finish. What we're about down. 10 cent beer? Oh. That would be more than
0: half off. Would it still apply?
1: Uh, oh, I think so. Yeah. I, I've never heard of 10 cent yeah. beer. I love, the, point. I,
0: I love the sign that says free beer tomorrow. I love that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it's serious because happy hour happens. People go to happy hour with mm-hmm. their co-workers, right? And and I think probably one of the problems we have with happy hour is that people tend to engage around happy hour at one end of the extreme of the other. They don't go because that's not work. Or they go and they get plastered. Blah, plastered. <laughs> um, they get pissed, as you Brit, Brits would say. <laughs> yeah. Folks, if you don't know, uh, saying someone is pissed is not vulgar. It's British for... Being drunk, yes. being you know what faced, um, it doesn't mean me. It doesn't mean angry. And and the, the question for this cast is your boss and maybe your coworkers or maybe just your coworkers are going to happy hour. And the question is, should you go? Should you drink? Mm-hmm. Do you really want to hang out with people that you go to work with all day? And do I have to? What are the rules and so on? And I think, as I said, earlier, I just think a lot of people get this wrong for the wrong reasons. Both, yeah. right? Right? Absolutely. Okay. So. What's our guidance? So
1: the guidance uh, is yes, go. Mm. And and the first, in in the yes, go section, we're just going to go through a a few reasons why you might not want to go and and a few kind of explanations as to why or how you can get around that.
0: Can you give them a hint about why yes, go?
1: So... Yes, go because you're building relationships. Exactly. And building relationships outside of work is part of how you become friends with people. Good.
0: Okay. Good. What else?
1: Uh, No, you don't have to drink.
0: Good point. Right. Um,
1: Spend time with everybody equally.
0: Now try to spread yourself around a little bit. Exactly. You don't want to be
1: cliquey. Yeah. Is that the right word? Clicky. Clicky. Yeah. clicky. Yeah, that's well, I how I say. Would, yeah. I say clicky. Clicky. And- <laughs> clicky
0: is actually a golf club. I thought that's what you were talking about. I was very excited for a 2nd <laughs> okay, good.
1: Um, and stick to safe topics. So you're yeah. going to have to make conversation. We don't want that to be. We don't want to suddenly slide.
0: Now we're all drinking and now we can say what we really think, what we really feel or talk about exactly. the things that we probably shouldn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Good. So our first guidance is yes, go.
1: Yeah. So in principle, if your boss or your team is going to happy hour or some kind of social event after work, it doesn't have to be in a bar, right. um, we do recommend that you go at yeah. least some of the time. Yeah. Like, and, and let's
0: be clear, folks. We don't give advice here. We don't at Manager Tools and Career Tools. We make recommendations. And we mean this. Now, there are some of you who will attempt to justify why you wouldn't. And we're not going to try to steamroll you. We're simply going to tell you too many people miss the opportunity think, I'm too busy. It's not important. They're just going to get drunk. I'm not a drinker. All of, By the way, you, we don't recommend you become a drinker by any <laughs> means. And relationships get formed. Relationships get solidified. Relationships get clarified at, at social events around work. We're not suggesting you become a social creature. We're not suggesting you spend all kinds of time at these things. It's not a three-day week happy hour. No. But we're trying to get many of you past the idea that no, that's not work. No, they're impinging upon my family time, and so therefore, no, I'm not going to go. So the crucial guidance is, yes, yes, please go.
1: go. Exactly. So we're going to get to I don't drink or, yeah. or whether or not you have to drink in a second. But first, we want to address some of your concerns around why your instant response might be, I don't want to go. Yeah. So for instance, somebody says, you're going. we're all going to help you out tonight. Do you want to come? And you have children to pick up, dinner to you know give dinner to, put to bed, bath whatever or you have an agreement with the spouse that you'll be your spouse that you'll be home at certain times whatever important family stuff we believe in putting family first and
0: you can listen to a lot of our cast about calendars and hear us say it over and over and over again yeah
1: exactly and we're not encouraging you to go out socializing while your children are at home hungry, clearly is that right, we'd we're, yeah. we're going out on that them, are we? Yeah, oh, I'll
0: be. wow. Yeah, a new, a new high in managing yeah. tools, career tools. Okay, but
1: so so if happy hour is a is a spontaneous thing, and you've got some family reason not to go, then don't go. We're not saying that you have to go right. in those circumstances. Right. But what we want you to do is not never spend any social time with your teammates. So if right. they they always do something spontaneously find a night next month when you can agree with your spouse that you will be staying at work yeah. late. And, and on that afternoon, suggest everyone goes to happy hour or suggest right. it a few days before. When I was writing this cast, I was thinking, what would, what would the guideline be of how many you should go to or you, you could go to if you wanted a minimum? And I came up yeah. with...
0: and I think, I think let, me, let me just guess. I think some people are saying, oh, Wendy and Mark are saying go all the time. That's not what no. we're saying. And we're not saying go none of the time. And there are too many people who either go all the time and think it's an opportunity to get drunk. And by the way, drunk is equivalent. Every time you hear the word drunk, think stupid. <laughs> okay. And, or, or not go at all. Both of which are deleterious to people's careers. The question is, if we put family first, and I'm guessing you're going to say half or a third or somewhere mm-hmm. in there where you're, you're recognizing I do. Well, no, I wouldn't say you need to go to these things. We recommend you go because it's helpful to your career to have relationships because how many times have we said results in relationships, results in relationships, results in relationships? There are three more times. But also because we don't want people thinking, oh, suddenly I have to go all the time. And maybe it's not my crowd. On the other hand, there are people you work with who are not your crowd where, where a relationship with them could be beneficial to you.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay, so I'm sorry, I interrupted. Go ahead. So
1: I came, I came up with a third. Okay, as good. You good, guessed. good, good. Yeah. So I think between a third and a half is probably right, and, and teams tend to be in the same same stage of life. So if you're 22 and in New York, a third of events is probably three times a week. <laughs> the 22 in New York, they're going out every night, right? And a 45 year old in St. Louis is probably. Invited out once a month. So you're talking about once a quarter. Once a quarter,
0: once every three months going going. as a way of maintaining or extending or creating relationships. Yeah. Yeah. And I
1: don't think that's too much. No. And, And single parents. Have a, you know, usually have a network of other single parents, like swap play dates, swap sleepovers. Right. You can make this work if you decide you want to.
0: And it's also possible, I think, let's be clear about single parents. If you're a single parent and you hear us saying you should go a third of the time and you just can't make it work, then we respect that. Look, your kids have to come first. They do, by definition. What you can say, though, is this. Maybe in your present life situation, you really can't. Maybe you're living in a place where there aren't any other single parents. You really you have a great babysitter, but he or she really can't extend. Fine. Okay, great. Look, fine. For the next year while you're in that job, in that location, whatever, don't go or don't start feeling guilty that you should be going. We're not saying that. That said, the next time you make a move and your situation changes ask yourself whether or not you couldn't in advance build some flexibility into Mm -hmm. it. And and frankly, I've talked to a lot of people who say to me all the time, I can't do that. And then I say, well, you could try this, 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 or this. And they always say, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Right? Um, So, um, it's, it's not black or white, but we do recommend you go about a third of the time and you can make some arrangements, particularly if you give yourself a month's notice.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what if you have plans to go to the gym or do some other kind of activity that's important to you right and again you don't have to go out with the team every night and if they always suggest a thursday when you happen to be training for karate then suggest a different day that does work for you occasionally and if you take the initiative to suggest the day and time then the, you'll be part of the team the, right. the, the team are going to agree you know right. the, if you say, "Dudes, we always go out on a Thursday." It's a hard think, day for me. Yeah, can we go Tuesday next week? Right. Like they're not gonna say no. Right.
0: There's a group that goes every time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um,
1: every time, anywhere, anytime, any place. Yeah. Right. I
0: also have to say, if I'm a VP of a group and I have four or five hundred people, and I go to the happy hour once a quarter, for instance, I say hi to everybody. I don't go all the time because I don't want to put a kibosh on people. I don't want people to say, "Oh, Horseman's here." Mm-hmm. You know, don't spill a drink on a suit. If I go once a quarter, that's probably enough. But if somebody said, oh, Jackson never comes. He trains for karate on Thursday night. I'd be like, really? Every Thursday? He's never missed a Thursday ever yeah, in his for life. For any other once reason. Once a quarter, really, for any other reason? No. Dude's a little mental. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, not 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 going there. Once a quarter, if you're doing it once a month. No, if they're doing it every the week. And you still can't maneuver, I would say you're probably indicating you're inflexible about things. Mm-hmm. Um, we tell people all the time about their calendars. You have things on your calendar, but they always get moved around, okay? And they can get moved around. Now, if you're in an MBA program and your one class meets Thursday nights, okay, oh, yeah. don't miss class no. for happy hour. No. Don't do that. But your MBA once uh, a year, yeah, right? exactly. But go back to the point of ask to be, have it be done on Tuesday uh, or do, Wednesday. Do
1: it a different day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay, so what if you're an introverted or reserved person or you don't like bars for, for reasons other than introversion? So, again, su- suggesting a time and place might give you... It might be a solution to give you back some, some control. So instead of suggesting an evening event, you could suggest lunch or you could suggest a restaurant you like where you feel comfortable because it's a little bit quieter. Or you could go on the nights when the group going is smaller. You know? yeah. Um rather than the nights when everybody goes and you don't have to stay all night this either. is the
0: other thing stay this for is the an point. hour yeah. people say oh it gets kind of sloppy after a couple of hours leave
1: yeah absolutely. holy toledo
0: leave i don't know how many senior executives i know have three things on their calendar between four and eight and they go make an appearance now i had a guy tell me once oh he's just making an appearance and he dissed it i said The guy's got a family just like you do. His kids are older, actually. In a couple of years, the kids are going to be gone. He comes. He spends time with each of the groups. He could go to one of the groups and stay the entire time, but frankly, he knows, and you're too young to know this yet, but when he goes, the tone changes, mm-hmm, right? it. And he goes and he makes an appearance. But guys, there's nothing wrong with making an appearance. You're not saying, I'm too cool for you. You're saying, I want to come, I want to socialize with you, and I have other strictures on my time, on my work, on my this, on my that, and so this is what I'm able to carve out. And, and if somebody else judges you, that's their issue for being judgmental, right? Absolutely. If you show up, even if it's just for half an hour, and you walk in and say, Hi guys, I'm really sorry, I've got to get home tonight, but I do not want to come by and say hi because I love you guys. Mm-hmm. And you shake a few hands and say hi and have a soda water, have a tonic water or whatever, if you're, particularly if you're driving home, uh, or have a glass of wine, only one, right? If you're, it, it, as long as you're not driving. The other issue of, oh, I don't like that venue. I got to tell you, I would worry about some 25, 27, 30-year-old saying, no, it's too loud for me. I don't care to go there. What you're saying is, every single time anybody asks me to do anything, I'm going to determine whether or not it's best for me. And folks, if you're going to work in a social environment, which by definition, two people in a room is social, then you're going to have to make compromises about what you prefer, right? I mean, I can't tell you the number of times where people said, you know, where we are going for lunch? I don't care. Now, I'm not for the passive-aggressive person who says, I don't care. And then when somebody says Chinese, go, oh, I don't like Chinese. Mm-hmm. You say, I just kill that person. That's what you do. You just kill that person. They're not a problem anymore. But if somebody says Chinese, okay, fine. Now, Chinese is not my favorite. Actually, I love Chinese. But if somebody said Szechuan, which is not my favorite, a little too spicy for me, I'd go. Mm-hmm. And maybe I don't have a few bites. And I have a lot of tea. Yeah. Right? And I just think the people who say, well, I don't prefer that restaurant. I don't like that bar. That's not my kind of place. <laughs> I'm like, maybe we're not your kind of people because that is our kind of place. And whether you like it or not, I don't think people are judgmental. Not that many people are judgmental. Some are. But if over the course of two or three years, there are, let's say, 10 or 12 happy hours and you go to none because in every single case, you have a reason why the place that's right outside the entrance to your company is a local bar. It's McNally's Irish Tavern and you don't like Irish Taverns. You don't like beer or whatever. At some point, that's not about McNally's. That's about you. Absolutely. And and people are going to draw conclusions. And they're not being judgmental. They're just saying there's nothing that can entice you to spend time with them. Mm -hmm. And so in other words, you're, you're basically saying, I only work with you because I have to work with you. Not that I like you. And if you think that you can get ahead in your life with other people knowing you don't like spending time with them on the margins... You're not. Nice. It's, just, it's just not so. And there are exceptions. And we understand for a year it may be difficult. Um, and look, your family does come first. But just because you're an introvert, not enough. And I, I just yesterday, I presented the effective communications conference to a client actually in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. And, and I, somebody said to me, I'm an introvert. And I said, I don't care. Right? In the same way that if you're an extrovert, I don't care whether you're an extrovert or not. If someone comes into your office and needs to speak quietly to you about a matter that's important to them and they trust you enough to bring it up to you, but you need to be totally quiet and reserved and listen and let them get their story out, not necessarily a comfortable situation for an extrovert, I expect you to behave like an introvert for half an hour because that's what that person needs from you. By the same token, the fact that you're an introvert, I'm sorry. No. Uh, First of all, if I'm an executive, I'm saying there're going to be times you need to be extroverted in order to be effective in your job. You need to push. You need to knock down a few walls or whatever. Not always, but sometimes. Mm -hmm. And if you if you're willing to insist on being yourself, the way I used to put it to people is you're insisting on uh, on your personal preference at the expense of the benefit of the team.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Sorry.
0: Long long long-winded tangent
1: Mm -hmm. there. Okay. Um, and so the the last one we've kind of covered, but um, I'm gonna yeah, do I it. At, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna do it anyway. So just so we're completely clear, so you just don't want to hang out with the people you work with. So you can do anything for a couple of hours a month. I don't like raking my lawn or going to the dentist or going to the doctors, but I can go to all of them and sit there for half an hour as often as I need to. And if you want to get ahead, you need relationships. And one of the ways to deepen relationships, if we, as we've said, is to spend time with your team. And, and if you dislike them or disdain them, they feel that.
0: They know it. They don't just feel it. They know it. And it affects their willingness to trust you, to listen to you, to agree with your ideas. All things being equal, if there are two ideas in front of them and they, don't, they know you don't like them and they know somebody else they get along with... They're no, gonna go with the other idea. One. and you may bemoan that and say, oh, that's just politics. Folks, the definition of conflict is two human beings in the same county. I know that because somebody just retweeted it. Mm-hmm. Somebody actually just tweeted it the other day, and we're quoting me, mm-hmm. it's my definition of conflict. And and I just tell you, you can't, you're not gonna have a highly successful career being the smartest alone person in the room just not gonna happen and i know this is hard guys and we know for some of you it'll be a bit of a bump and we're we're trying to make a recommendation to you and explain it to you in ways that will help you get over that hump go to a couple realize it's not as bad as you thought for those of you who are scientists you'll love this the coefficient of friction of static friction is higher than the coefficient of dynamic friction meaning the first time you do something is hard but once you've done it it's easier after that, absolutely. and so you need to get used to it. And then after three or four, you're like, okay, I can do these periodically as it serves my career within mm-hmm. reason, right? And then you get to the one third rule. Absolutely.
1: Good. Okay. Okay, so having addressed all those concerns, we're which gonna, are real, normal. Absolutely, uh, we're going to go over the reasons for going to happy hour. Yeah. So the high I's and the high S's are. I like, think
0: the answer is cake bread.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We will only go to bars that serve cake bread.
0: Or Brooks. I'm okay with Brooks, but okay, cake bread, yeah? All right. Hello, Bruce and Dennis and Doug and all of our friends at Cake Bread.
1: Um, so the high, S, the high I's and the high S's are in, in the audience who are going, why wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, well, I, I get to spend people, people uh,
1: uh, and they think of you as friends, and they want to get to know you better. And yeah. they've got no problem going to
0: happy yeah. hour. Yeah,
1: so for the high D's, so if you're
0: if you're a natural salesperson, energetic, outgoing, and so on, you can ignore us for a few minutes because you already love happy hour. If you're a warm, friendly person who's a the glue of the team, of course you're going to go to happy hour. You may not drink, and that's fine, um, but that's a good thing. Yeah. yeah. What about high D's? What about okay. the dominant, forceful, take no prisoners? I don't care about people. All I to do is get results and get promoted kind of people
1: and 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 going to a bar is a waste of my time i could be working that's right
0: i could be working i could be finishing my spreadsheet i could be going through my task list and you know i checked my tax list this week and happy hour was not. No, exactly. So therefore, by definition, it's irrelevant.
1: So careers are not built on accomplishments of tasks alone. And the further up the organization you go, the more you have to have relationships. And we've said that over and over again. And hopefully what, by now you've what, heard
0: it. What you're saying is, it's good for my career.
1: It is good for your yeah, career. In
0: fact, it's another way to excel. Exactly. That's what high D's miss. They think only about the tasks. And what they don't realize, it's results and relationships. And happy hour is an easy way to start putting down payments and advance payments on relationships.
1: Yeah. So put yeah. happy hour on your task list. It's a task to do and it's moving you up that ladder.
0: Yeah. You, you could argue that one of the tasks that Heidi's ought to have on their, on their to-do list is creating relationships with people. Mm-hmm. And the way you create relationships is spend time with them. And sometimes the way you can speed that up is spend time with them when they're drunk. Yes. Okay. True. Good.
1: Okay. So now the high C's who would prefer to stay at home with desperaties.
0: Let's go back though, for just oh, the sorry. thing about, about Heidi's. Let's talk about the Heidi who doesn't go and effect on his relationships or her relationships. What's the perception? Hard charging, take no prisoners, black and white, not smiling, not friendly, not warm, never comes to the happy hour.
1: Doesn't care about me, doesn't yeah. like me, right. is only out for himself.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, totally self-interested, mm-hmm. not willing to rub elbows, superior, in fact, yeah. superior to me. And they're high and all things used thing.
1: like, to like, Yeah. Uh, what's the word for, I think I'm better than you? Arrogant. <laughs> That's one of them, yes. Yeah.
0: Superior. <laughs> British. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And the other people just would say, you're going to become one of those executives that everybody hates right? You're going to earn it.
1: People will do things for you, but they won't do things for you because they like you and they They, won't go past the letter of the law.
0: They won't give you the last full measure of professional devotion. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, good.
1: So high C's um, who would prefer to to not be with people and to be with spreadsheets and are data-driven kind of people and tend to be reserved as well. So happy hour is probably quite um, stressful, but Happy Hour is a great place to gather data about people and, and in the it's a casual environment and you can talk about friends and families and hobbies and things that people do outside work. And that gives you other things to talk to them about when you're in a meeting, yes. when you're, when you're in the raw material, it's raw material in an elevator with them, you know, all of those awkward moments when you happen to find yourself in line at lunch behind them, yeah. you can say, Hey, your team, you, I remember yeah. you said they won last night. Yeah. And it gives you something to talk about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, Another thing I've heard, high C's and high D's that I've coached on this, junior executives or senior managers becoming wanting to become junior executives, is the issue of think of it as a chance to compact a lot of your relationship building time yeah. in one day, one evening, a couple of hours. Go for a couple of hours, you'll be uncomfortable, but you'll know it's be, it'll be done. And you won't have to work quite as hard as your relationships all the time at work. That said, boy, I wish if one of the things I would wave a magic wand about is the number of high C's that we need to grow their people skills simply because we need that technical ability, we need the engineering skill, we need the IT skill, we need the development skill in management roles and, and executive roles, and yet too often, they don't get considered and, and they say they don't want to be in management. But in fact, when you talk to them, you know that they do. They know that that's their career path mm-hmm. um, because they're probably not going to be a, a developer fellow. That's so good mm-hmm. that they can only be a developer or their company doesn't allow that, yeah. right? They're topped out in terms of their chance to earn money for their family. And it's too bad because they simply won't engage in relationship building. And guys, it is settled law in large organizations, results and relationships if you don't have relationships you're never going to be a senior effective senior manager or unless you're bill gates and you know let me just tell you if you're listening to this podcast and you're bill gates email me okay (laughs) email me you're not you're just not and there are a lot of people in technology who say yeah i am but guys trust me you're not and because you're not you're going to have to play the relationship game and if you don't want to, I said this yesterday at the client, somebody said, well, that's just not something I want to do. I said, you know, I always love competing against guys like you. You know intellectually what you need to do, but you're unwilling to do it. I don't even, to compete with you for the next promotion, I don't even have to be very good at that part. I just have to show up and I beat you, right? I'm just showing up at the game and you're forfeiting. And so you're slightly better or maybe even a lot better in the technical stuff. But all the promotional jobs from now on, guys, are gonna be about people. And I, I'm not great at people, but I'm better than you because everybody knows you're awful at it and you won't even spend a second on it. I mean, look, we just talked about Google. We, we, you know, Again, I got another email from somebody about Google has discovered what makes managers good. Uh-huh. And oh my, oh my gosh. gosh, it's the Talking way managers have been teaching for 25 years, yeah. which is you actually have to care about people. You have to listen to them. You have to have weekly one-on-ones where you sit down and listen. You have to care about their lives outside of work. You have to care about their families. You have to listen to them, develop a trusting relationship with them, so they'll come to you for guidance and you're not just the smartest person in the room. Yeah. And, and then we have people say, I don't think I, you know, I'm, I, I'm not a people guy. I just want you to promote me because I'm smart. So guys, you may be at a place that'll do that, but sooner or later, you're going to have your comeuppance.
1: You you talked about Bill Gates and I saw something recently about him and I can't remember if it was if it's the interns or if it's the technical class straight out of university. Um, But they all go to Bill Gates. He hosts a party for all of this, whatever class it is. And they all get to meet him and say hi. And he might be the smartest and the most least people person in the world, but he knows it's important for those kids to meet him. And 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 he does it at his own house.
0: It's a learned skill and he makes it happen. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't want to. It's not his, that's not his wheelhouse. His wheelhouse is going off and thinking about big ideas on his own. And guys, we don't mean it would be too big a deal about Bill Gates. There are thousands of other people who are very similar. And the ones who are highly successful are the ones who know that people matter and you've got to spend some time. And happy hour is a distinctly Western, it's not everywhere in the world, but it's a, but it is a fairly widespread Late in the day, let's go have some alcohol. Ever since mankind started fermenting wine, <laughs> wh- why in God's name mankind had fermented wine before he invented coffee, but that's a whole separate thing. Um, but, but the moment they started making mead and wine and alcohol and so on, they've been, people have been repairing to the pub mm-hmm. to have a pint for 1,000, 2,000, 10,000 years. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. And as Mike would say, everybody, that's it. Thanks for listening. Hope it helped. Happy hour is a little bit more complicated than you probably thought. Check back with us next week. We'll have more good recommendations then.